Welcome to the Story Paths podcast, where we explore links between story and culture. I'm Theodore Lowry, your host. I'm excited to announce that, as of March 2023, I've released my first on-demand creativity course. It's on Skillshare, nestled within a library of great creative courses, and if you're not already on there, I've got a link in the show notes where you can get a free month. My course is called Creative Writing, Brainstorming Story Ideas. In it, I guide you through finding ideas within your memories, working with them as symbols, and learning to deftly combine and recombine them into meaningful stories. There's a trailer for the course there in the show notes, along with the free link. Hope to see you in there. And so, we begin. So I'm speaking to you now off the west coast of Turtle Island in what's now known as Salt Spring in Canada. Perhaps you can hear crickets, or evening bird song. I'm next to the ocean. Well, I can see the ocean from here, but you won't be able to hear it, not from this distance. There's an ocean that separates me from another island, which I can also see, and that makes up my horizon. And there are cedar trees around. And I'm living in a blue bus with my wife, Janty or Jessie. And it's a it's a rich time. And of course it's a time when different groups of people, well, people become groups in a way, become making different choices, 
in different areas of life and clustering according to those choices while never fully overlapping with any other, any group. So I think of stories. I think of stories in terms of worldviews. The story I live in. Not story in the sense of it's a false thing, but story in the sense of it's how I make sense of reality. It's how reality appears to me, how it's experienced to me. That's my story. So that could involve seeing the world through the lens of science to some extent. That informs the world we live in, informs our experience of it. Uh, through different kinds of spirituality and religion. It's a framework to see the world, like windows to see out of. And being very close to the earth and walking barefoot and touching the world and being with the creatures of the world, being a creature of the world, recognizing that. Speaking songs learned from rivers, words coming from the world around, sprouting up like grass, that kind of language. It's different ways to live, different experiences of the reality, different neighborhoods. So when I think of story these days, I kind of think of that. And of course, you can think of fictional stories, like Lord of the Rings is a really good example, where Tolkien, he created a world except for he didn't really create the world. That world was populated and the landscapes came into his books from older stories, from myths and legends and folklore, especially from the part of the world where he was from, in the north there. But stories have a way of flowing and coalescing in certain places, although they come from a different part of the world. So Tolkien, he filled his world, or his world filled, with different races and creatures and different perspectives and histories and languages, different kinds of people, different kinds of beings. Some wouldn't be considered human. Many wouldn't be considered human. Most, but different kinds of beings. And then that world has its own history, its own languages, its own songs, its own renowned men and women, and maybe two spirits who are remembered for longer. There's patterns of this world. Now in that world, you wouldn't expect a spaceship to come. Would you? Doesn't not compute. Lord of the Rings, spaceship. They're two different worlds. They're two different realities. Whereas if you switch to like a sci-fi world, it's got its whole own thing. You know, there's different technologies and laser guns and spaceships and they got different races and things. 
and uh, different histories, but they may be interplanetary histories. And some can be quite detailed and thought out, like Dune by Frank Herbert. He really put so much detail and richness into this interstellar world that came through him. So these worlds generally don't overlap all that much. The sci-fi world, the fantasy world, just to name some. But when they do, there can be conflict. And we have in the world today many different worlds or worldviews, different stories, overlapping and colliding in all kinds of ways. And sometimes it's amazing and complementary, and sometimes it's super destructive, and they're just crashing into each other, and some are big and powerful, and some are smaller and more full of truth. And any given person will find themselves in the midst of multiple stories, like spheres overlapping with them in the center or their center. So it's quite a dynamic time with all these things coming together. And one thing about stories is they have their own rules or world views. You know, if you're in the fantasy story, the spaceship doesn't appear. If you're in the sci-fi story, you know, more flexible maybe, but you generally don't have a wizard appear. They kind of clash. And when we come to real worldviews in this world, then the clash can be kind of intense. And you could also look at stories or worldviews as explanations, an explanation of the world. What is a tree? What is an ocean? What is a human? What is a man? What is a woman? What is good for eating? Explanation, answers to all the questions. And that helps us to interact with the world. You know, it's like we only see a certain amount of the light spectrum or the hearing spectrum. We don't have access to sounds that some animals hear or spectrums that some animals see or other beings perhaps that exist on a non-sensory wavelength. So how do we explain those things that are beyond our story? You know, if I'm a hard science guy, how do I explain you know, religion in general? I'll just explain it in terms of you know, it helps people to cohere. If people share a religion, then they'll, they'll cohere around those ideas. And of course they do. But 
that's a pretty narrow explanation of religion as a whole. It's more just dismissing it. So that where that religion overlaps with my science worldview, I'll, I don't want that religion to come in. I'm going to dismiss it. I'm going to ridicule it. I'm going to make it smaller than it is. And then from the religion side, it's like, oh, science rubbing up against me, uncomfortable. They're saying, you know, about evolution. They're saying about the Big Bang. They're saying, you know, this stuff about DNA and history. And it's not the same as my story, my religious story. So I'm going to dismiss them. I'm going to call them atheists. I'm going to call them godless. Uh, you know, diminish them in some ways. So these stories are full stories, ways of seeing the world. But where they overlap, it's dismiss the other. And it happens on a personal level as well between two people. If I don't really want to hear what the other person has to say, I'm, I don't want that to come into my world, then I dismiss it in some way. I might ridicule it or simplify it, make it seem like it's you know, not a very good point, even if it, maybe it is. So yeah, we have all these worlds overlapping with each other, uh, cultures and histories that were more geographically separated on the planet are coming together in all these ways and then in the online space which I could maybe you might say is a kind of psychic mental space it feels very mental we're kind of on this wavelength with each other in the online space um, the technology itself is kind of you know it's bright it's a high frequency of screens and how many rotations, the whole thing's a little fast, you know? So it affects us in a certain way, just the technology. And then online, we interact in different ways, and sometimes it's very rewarding, and sometimes it's very addictive, and it's now a space we're occupying together, and that people's people are overlapping in this online space as well. People that maybe hadn't really had conversations with each other that much before, um, and who are maybe simplifying each other's points of view and so on so that's just a uh, a perspective kind of a reflection of maybe what's happening in the world it's nice to step back from things sometimes unplug and yeah take your socks off walk on the ground even if it's cold even if it's just for a while Thanks for listening to Story Paths, where we finger threads weaving story with culture. Before we go, I'd like to remind you of my new course, Creative Writing, Brainstorming Story Ideas, that is now available on Skillshare. If you're looking for a playful, creative space, this may just be for you. You can find the trailer and a link for a free month of Skillshare in the show notes. And as we part, I send my best wishes for you and yours. In the words of the Irish poet John O'Donohue, may you realize that the shape of your soul is unique, that you have a special destiny here, and behind the facade of your life, there is something beautiful and eternal happening. And so we close.